This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. Broadcasting Company brings you transcribed from Hollywood, the Martin Lewis Show. Our guest tonight, Burt Lancaster, featuring Flo McMichael, Sheldon Leonard, Ben Alexander, Dick Stabile and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin. When they begin the beginning, it brings back a night of tropical splendor. Jerry Lewis. When they begin the beginning, when they begin the beginning, oh yes, when they begin, oh when they begin, oh yes, they. Well, I can't begin it, but I sure finished it. <laughs> Well, folks, here it is, the beginning of another month. And as we look in on Dean and Jerry's apartment, we find them wading through the first of the month bills, trying to figure out how to pay them all. Jerry, I don't mind telling you, I'm worried. We've got so many bills to pay, it'll take all the money we got saved up in the bank. Don't worry, Dean. I've heard about people putting a little away in a sugar bowl each week, and that's what I've been doing. Well, Jerry, that's great. How much you got saved? 283 lumps. <laughs> Ah, oh, come on, Jerry, this is serious. Just look at this mail we got. Bills, 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 bills. All we got are bills. All right, we got bills, but don't forget, Bill's probably getting ours. <laughs> Bill's probably getting ours. <laughs> Bill's probably getting ours. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> now, look, Jerry, never mind about the bills. The bills, bills, the bill. Let's worry about the bills that are billed to us. All right, now try Peter Piper pick the peck of pickled pepper. But, Jerry, just look at all these bills. Grocer, butcher, landlord, gardener. Gardener. Now, wait a minute. We live in an apartment. We don't have a gardener. Oh, that bill is okay, Dean. What do you mean it's okay? It's a bill for pruning, cutting, mowing, and trimming ragged edges. Seven dollars. I'm sorry, Dean. I thought it would be cheaper than going to a barber. Jerry, you don't seem to realize that we haven't even got enough money to pay the rent. We could be evicted. We just have to make some extra money somewhere. Hey, you say you want to make some extra money? Well, I'm just the guy who can fix you up. Ah, oh, Sophie, now, wait a minute. You're our next-door neighbor. Have you been standing with your ear pressed up against the wall? I never press my ear against your walls. Why should I when I got that nice, neat hole drilled in the baseboard? <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. I suppose you've tried the view through our keyhole. I have never looked through your keyhole. It's against my principles. You fellas got a Yale lock, and as you can see, I'm a Harvard man. <laughs> now, look, Sophie, I wish you'd stop listening to our private conversation. Well, pal, I can help you. You know, you boys need money, and I know where you can pick up a couple of hundred bucks just like that. Well, I don't know. Your schemes always sound phony to me. Phony, he says. Why, there's nothing phony about this. There's a friend of mine who just brought a circus into town. A circus? Mm -hmm. I love to go to the circus. Boy, those circuses, and, and they have peanuts and pink lemonade. Oh, those circuses, they have hot dogs, soda pop, and Cokes, and hamburgers, and cotton candy, molasses, apples, more hot dogs, more peanuts, more cotton candy, and, and Dean... What? Burp me. 
Ah, Jerry, we couldn't work for a circus. We don't know anything about it. Sure we could, Dean. There's lots of things we could do. Maybe I could be the master of ceremonies. Hey, how about it, Soapy? Mm, uh, no. What do you suggest? Uh, let me see you wiggle your hips. Ah, <laughs> oh, don't be silly, Soapy. <laughs> Jerry couldn't be a hoochie-coochie dancer. Wait a minute, Dean Martin. I'll have you know my hoochie is just as coochie as anyone. Here, <laughs> yeah, tell you what, I, um... Just so happens I have a slight acquaintance with a little troop of lifters, and uh, maybe I could get you a job there. Lifters? Yeah. Oh, boy, that's for me. <laughs> Just a second, kid. Take it easy. People's wallets ain't gonna be that heavy. <laughs> wallets? Now, wait a minute, Sophie. Are you suggesting that I become a pock bigot? A... <laughs> Poke it? Uh, I mean, a pick, peek it? A poke it? Uh, hey, uh, kid, have, uh, have you ever tried Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peepers? <laughs> well, look, boys, you think it over, and if you decide you want to come along with me and wait for the psychos, strictly on the up and up, you understand, I will be waiting for you downstairs. Well, I don't know about this. We'll, we'll do it, Soapy. You, you leave Dean to me. Okay, I'll see you at the psychos. Jerry, did you tell Soapy would take him up on his offer? Sure, Dean. Gee whiz, we need the money. You said so yourself. I know. Well, can you suggest any other way we can make some money that quick? No. Okay, then. Gee, Dean, the circus really appeals to me. I love anything that's full of crazy people. Circus is full of crazy people? Sure. Didn't you ever hear of acrobats? <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't you get it, no, Dean? No, I don't get it. Well, I'll explain it to you. The acros are bats. It seems like a joke. Acro is for the acrobats, but the bat, the end of the word part, is like crazy. People say nuts, bats, all those. And it's crazy. It's like a big joke, and everybody laughs at a joke like this, and oh, I wish I was dead. <laughs> and I'm so blue. Sing to me. Sing to me. I'll be down to get you in a taxi, honey. Well, you better be ready around a half past six. Baby, don't you be late. I wanna be there when the band starts, honey. Just remember when we get there, honey. Two steps, one a half of them all. Dance of both of my shoes when they play the Jelly Roll Blues. Come out at night at the dark time, strut it I'll be down, down to get you in a taxi, honey. Well, the baby's ready around a half past eight. Now, baby, well, don't you be late. I want to be there when the band starts, honey. Well, just remember when we get there, honey. Two steps, one I have them all. Dance off both of my shoes. Well, when they play the Jelly Blues, tomorrow night at the Dogtown Studders Ball. Dean, you got me all cheered up again. I feel good. Well, good, but the fact remains, Jerry, we still need money to pay our bills. I guess we'll have to go down to the circus and see what Soapy can do for us. I knew you'd see it my way. You're a real pal, Dean. Well, come in. Who is it? It's me. Oh, it's Florence, our secretary. Hiya, Florence. Hello. Florence, guess what? Maybe Dean and I will go to work for a circus. Oh, really? 
Oh, Mr. Martin, you'll be wonderful in a circus. I can just see you standing there in a leopard skin with hundreds of women admiring your wonderful physique. What about me? What do you think I could do, Florence? Da 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 da. <laughs> you too, huh, Florence? Say, maybe I could be the dancer. I'm lovely. I'm engaged. I use Chiron tablets. <laughs> you really like the circus, huh, Florence? Oh yeah. That's where I met my dream man. Charlie. Charlie. He used to hang by his teeth from a trapeze 300 feet in the air. And in 15 years, Charlie's teeth never let go. Really? No. Of course, Charlie fell four times. <laughs> you know, right after that, he became a barker for a flea circus. Oh, that's nothing. I used to know a barker who was a flea circus. <laughs> barker who was a flea circus. <laughs> Dean. What? Scratch me. Be glad to. What race are you running in? You know, Mr. Lewis, you ought to take that job with the circus. Maybe you can work your way up and finally get a job with a real big circus. You know, Ringling Brothers in Barnum and Belly. <laughs> Barnum and Belly? Florence, <laughs> it's not Barnum and Belly. <laughs> it's Barnum and Stomach. Jerry, if we're going to try to make some money at the circus, we better get on over there. Okay, Dean. So long, Florence. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Fun back here behind these tents with all the circus people? Yeah. Hey, Dean, look at that ping-pong game. And isn't it wonderful how they're playing without paddles? Those are you bangies. They can do a lot of things with those lips. <laughs> hey, Dean, let, let's walk around. All right. Hey, Dean, look. The rubber man. Gee, look how we can stretch. Hiya, kids. You having fun looking around? Sure, Soapy. We were just going over to look at the rubber man. Oh, yeah, the rubber man. Yeah, a personal friend of mine, you know. Jim Fisk. Fifty. <laughs> Fifty thousand miles without a retread. <laughs> Come around after the show and introduce you to his family. Wife and four little white sidewalls. <laughs> Well, Soapy, we're here. Now, remember, you said we could make some uh, extra money here at the circus. Yeah, yeah, I know. Relax, will you? I'm going to show you a surefire way to make money at the circus. Really? How? I am going to put you in a ticket boot, see? And I will teach you how to make change the Soapy Leonard way. <laughs> yes, sir, you will make a fortune. Honest? Bless his stupid little heart. <laughs> Why, of course it's honest. Now, now look, I'll show you how. Say, for instance, a guy comes up to the window, see? He gives you a $10 bill for two tickets. Now, what you say is you say, two tickets, that is $2, here is your change. Three, four, five. See? And then the ruby says, hey, wait a minute. He says, I gave you a $10 bill. And you say, 
was only five. Now beat it, bud. You're holding up the line. Gee, that sounds easy. Can I try it? Yeah, sure you can. Step behind the ticket booth. Uh, uh, here comes a customer. Go ahead, kid. Uh, I want two tickets. Here's a dollar. The tickets are two dollars, and here's your change. Three, four, and five. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. I only give you a one dollar bill. It was a five. Now beat it, bud. You're holding up the line. <laughs> hey, Sophie, I did it. I did it. Just like you told me. Ain't I the shifty one? <laughs> yeah, you're a shifty one, all right. Between the ears, fluid drive. <laughs> You'll have to find something else for you boys to do. Well, let me see. Uh, how about the baseball game? Baseball game? Yeah, the baseball game. All that needs is a guy with a good voice and then another guy with a good head on his shoulders. Well, that's us. Dean's got a good voice. <laughs> well, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, the guy with the voice, he stands out front singing he gives with the spiel. Uh-huh. And, and, and what about me, the, the guy with the head on his shoulders? You go around and back. You put your head through a little hole on the canvas and the customers throw baseballs at it. Well, what do you say? Bye. Well, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go now. I'm halfway through a game of tic-tac-toe on a tattooed lady's back. Uh, good luck. See you boys later. Barry, better get behind the canvas. Here comes a beautiful girl. and Maybe I can help her, you know, maybe sort of get her to play the game. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right up and play the baseball game. Hello there. Hello, baby. <laughs> Up three balls for a quarter, and you can take home any one of these big, beautiful Cupid dolls. Well, what do I have to do to take home that cute schmoo doll over there? You gotta marry me. <laughs> oh, quiet, Jer. Okay, here's my quarter. Hold it, Dean. I'll make the change. Here you are, lady. Twenty-five, fifty, <laughs> one dollar, two, three, four, and five. But I only gave you a quarter. Beat it, kid. You're holding up the line. <laughs> Ah, oh, come on, Jerry. She'll never be able to hit you. Now, go on. Put your head through the hole. Okay, miss. Here's the three balls. Now, the idea of the game is to hit Jerry right on the top of the head. <laughs> All right. I'll try. <laughs> Jerry, you're supposed to duck. Okay, I'll duck this time. <laughs> Something. Sure. Who the pie to peek the peek a poke peek? Oh, here, miss. Here's your doll. Come on, Jerry. This job isn't for us. You said it. Let's get out of here. Boy, am I glad we quit that game. It was awful. All those baseballs coming out at me. Do, do I look all right? Sure. And why is that fellow over there staring at my head? I'm just trying to figure out which lump has the Tony. Why, it's Bert Lancaster! Hello, Dean. Well, say, Mr. Lancaster, do you know my partner? No, I don't believe we've met. Well, shake hands with Jerry Lewis. Okay, Jerry, put it there. Wait a minute, Mr. Lancaster. You, I gave you four fingers and a thumb. Where's my chain? Beat it, kid. You're holding up the line. You know, Mr. Lancaster, we're, we're great fans of yours. Yes. Gee, you were wonderful in the killers, brute force, kissed the blood off my hands. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked them, Jerry. 
But I've given up those pictures where I play a brute. It's too tough a racket. Every time I do a picture, I have to beat up four or five thugs. Yeah, but you always got the beautiful girl. That's what I say. It's too tough a racket. <laughs> Mr. Lancaster. Yes? Are you for real? <laughs> but, uh, Bert, what are you doing here at the circus? Well, the owner's letting me do my old trapeze act for a couple of days to brush up on my acrobatic routines. Brush up? You mean you were with a circus before? Well, sure. Before I became an actor, I was with the Cole Brothers Circus for many years. Yeah, I have heard about that. Of course, I had an acrobatic act. Well, I used to hold up 16 men on my shoulders. And for an encore, I'd lift one foot off the floor. Gosh, what a act. Sure was. Only one night I got hammy, I lifted both feet off the floor. <laughs> uh, but tell me, what are you fellas doing here? Oh, a friend of ours told us to come down and work in the circus, and maybe we could pick up some extra cash. That's an idea, Dean. Maybe Mr. Lancaster would help me in his act. Well, uh, I don't know, Jerry. I don't think you've got the physique to be an acrobat. Oh, yeah? Wait till I double up my arm. Now, look at that muscle. Pretty good, huh? Well, that's perfect. Who did it for you? Max Factor? <laughs> Who are you kidding? Why, I got muscles all over me. Look at these shoulders. Those are shoulders? I'm sorry, I thought you were wearing your Adam's apple sideways <laughs> Now you listen to me, Mr. Lancaster I may not look like much But if I ever hit you, boy, you better watch out Because I'll fall right apart <laughs> Jerry, I was only kidding, I didn't mean anything but Except you aren't just built to be an acrobat But if you fellas are looking for a circus job, I'll find you something Come on Well, what have you got in mind? Well, you see this tent? That's the circus office, and the owner's in there working Now you've got a good voice, Dean So you sing something, and maybe he'll hire you That'll be swell for Dean. And hey, you know what I can do. Watch this. Sorry, Jerry. I'm afraid your hoochie isn't coochie enough. <laughs> what are you going to sing, Dean? I don't see me in your eyes anymore. Fine. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. I don't see me. In your eyes anymore Oh, why can't I Make them shine as before I don't see you Oh, your heart and your kiss When you should sigh That your mind you resist When I'll 
Well, thanks, Jay, but where's Bert Lancaster? Oh, we'll see him pretty soon. He had to go put on his costume for the trapeze act he's going to do. But come on with me, Dean, because I just made the smartest deal so we can pick up a little money. You made a smart deal? Sure. The spiritualist, Professor Zombie, has gone to dinner, and he wants us to watch his booth here. Now, wait a minute. What are you wrapping that towel around my head for? Well, you can be the professor, and I'll get under this table and be the voice from the beyond. Well, that ought to be easy for you. You've been out of this world for years. <laughs> okay, Jerry, now get under the table. Here comes somebody. Okay, Dean. I'm under the table. Oh, good afternoon, Professor Zombie. I'm so glad I found you in. I want to speak to my dear departed loved one. Your husband? Well, all right, if you can't get my dear departed loved one. <laughs> I shall call the spirits, madam. The price will be $5. All I have is $2. All right, I'll take that. The first thing I Quiet, want to Quiet, do... madam. I'm going into my trance. I will try to make contact with the spirits. Spirit, oh, spirit, if you hear me, knock on the table. Spirit, oh, spirit, if you hear me, knock. Spirit, why don't you knock? I ain't got gin yet. <laughs> That's my husband. We'll make sure it's your husband, madam. What was his name? Francois. Francois? Francois? Is that you, Francois? Oui, oui. That's strange. My husband's full name was Francois Schulzenheimer. <laughs> That's even stranger. He was educated at Oxford. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know, madam. I didn't quite catch it. There must be something wrong. Oh, spirit of Francois and the great beyond, what is the matter? It's getting pretty hot down here. <laughs> oh. That's where he went. <laughs> oh, thank you, Francois. Thank you, Swami. You've made me so happy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, Dean, Jerry. What do you want, Bert? Never mind the spiritualist booth. Come on with me, both of you. I got a good job for you. You have a fine. Oh, boy. Anything will be better than sitting under that table and being a voice from the beyond. Or that awful job I had before, getting hit in the head with those baseballs. Well, here's your chance to get a good job. Make some real money. It's almost time for the lion act, and the lion tamer has disappeared. Lion tamer has disappeared? Any clues? Well, only one. The lion just asked for a toothpick. <laughs> Oh, and my job is to get him the toothpick, huh? No, your job is to go in and tame him. Here you are, get your baseball, three for <laughs> Jerry, do you mean to say you'd be afraid to go into that cage with a lion? Yeah, he's liable to think I'm the toothpick. <laughs> Jerry, you're making a big thing out of nothing. Now look, here's his cage. Just look at him. Just a decrepit, broken-down, old, old lion. Why, why, if you yell boo at him, he'd faint with fright. Really? Huh. Boom! He must have his hearing aid turned off. <laughs> now listen, I'm not going into that lion's cage. 
Jerry, surely you're not afraid of that lion. Oh, yes, I am. Surely you're not a coward. Oh, yes, I am. Now, wait a minute, Dean. Jerry, surely you're not going into that lion's cage. Oh, yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I ought to open my big I am. Now, look, 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 Mr. Lion. Dean, I'm scared. What do I do, Dean? Just hold that chair out in front of you, Jerry. think he wants to sit down. <laughs> hey, Bert, this is getting serious. I think you'd better get him out of there. Yeah, okay. Flip through here fast, Jerry. Is the door closed? Yeah. With the bar down? Yes. With the lock on? Yeah. Why did you guys drag me out of there for? <laughs> oh, Jerry, you were scared to death. Jerry, Bert's done a lot for us. You're going to volunteer, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, Jerry, you're going to help an old pal, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm not. Wait a minute, Dean. Jerry, you're going to refuse to go up in the high trapeze with me, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm not. Okay, fine. You're the volunteer. (laughs) He did it to me again. I was saying I didn't want to go up on the high trapeze, but he talked so fast, and the crowd was all looking, and I got all mixed up, and Dean... What? I made a boo-boo. Oh, come on, Jerry. All you got to do is put your foot in this loop of rope, and they'll haul us right up to the top of the tent. That's right. Oh, why did I ever leave that nice, comfortable lion's cage? Oh, there's nothing to this trick, Jerry. We're on separate trapezes, hanging by our knees. Now, when I give the signal, we swing out at the same time, and I catch you. You got it? Got it. Okay, here we go. Okay, Jerry, let's go. Jerry, you fell all the way down from the trapeze. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dean, I, I guess so. How is he? Is Jerry hurt, Dean? He says he's all right. Yeah, I'm okay, Bert, but... What what, what went wrong? You, you didn't catch me. I can't understand it, Jerry. Well, I, I haven't done the act in a long while, and maybe I, maybe my timing was a little off. Or maybe I should have given the signal a little, a little later. Or maybe I should have put my hands up a little sooner. Or maybe I... Well, let's face it, Jerry. Why? I made a (laughs) boo-boo. Jerry, Jerry, Dean, didn't I promise that you'd make a couple of hundred bucks if you came to the Sankas? Well, here you are. Here's 100, 200. Soapy, $200? What for? The owner said that fall you took is the greatest act he has ever seen. Gee, Jerry, you did it. Two hundred dollars will pay all our bills. Uh-huh. And furthermore, the owner made me a very attractive proposition. He said that he would give you another two hundred bucks to take the same fall every night. You mean I can get two hundred dollars for dropping on my head? Yep, yep, that's right. Hey, hey, where are you going, kid? 
I'm going to call my mother. She owes me a fortune. (laughs) Thank you, Bert Lancaster. Good night, folks. See you next week. Bye. The Martin Lewis Show, transcribed in Hollywood, is produced by Robert L. Redd and written by Dick McKnight and Ray Allen with Cy Rose and Mort Lockman. Burt Lancaster is starring in the Hal Wallace production, Rope of Sand. That's a Paramount picture. This is Ben Alexander, suggesting you tune in to your NBC station each Tuesday evening at the same hour for the Martin and Lewis Show. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.